Save you, this show, movie, cause no one can play you. Devil, lay down, devil, lay down, this that level, make devils pray now. Hold up, no peace, hold up, police, don't call police, just stay focused. Pray for new life, pray for new breath, hey Lord, make sure it's safe for who's left, know you. Yo, what's up, bro? What's good? What up, what up? We're doing a little bit different today. We're recording already. Caught you off guard. <laughs> That's good, That's good man. I like the background, bro. Oh, yeah. I was in a... Oh, yeah. I'm at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Nice and groovy. I was doing week... team. You know, had to change up the vibe. Week's been going good, though, man. How about yours? Bro, it's been going great. It's been going great. <laughs> it's been a... It's been an interesting week so far, man. Today was uh, today was an L in the markets. But... Overall in the week, bro, big, big W for the week. So that's yeah. not bad. How about you, bro? One second. Got to get my mic plugged in. You surprised me, man. I know. <laughs> had, to, had to get a little, switch it up a little bit. While, while you're getting that set up, man, I want to, for everybody that's watching, everybody that's listening, I, I've noticed that a lot of these uh, podcasters, like professional guys and like these YouTubers, they always shameless plug in the beginning. So anybody that's listening on Spotify, um, go ahead and follow us, turn on notifications. That way, whenever we drop a new episode, which is going to be every Friday, um, that way you get notifications right away. And then if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, um, like the video, give us a comment, give us some topics that you know that you guys would like to t- uh, like for us to, to discuss or just chat about. Um, and if you're interested in sharing something that, you know, that's been on your mind, you feel like you're an expert at something, you feel like you could um, share some value with people. This is a public space you know so you guys can feel free to hit either jordan or myself up um, to be featured on here but yeah man i appreciate you for hopping on one more time bro let's run it up again this week bro let's uh give us a give us a rundown of the uh of the market bro before we get started well yeah yeah my week i was chilling on a lot of stuff this week i didn't take a lot of action to be honest um just didn't get some of the things i was looking for in terms of forex but with crypto and shit let me pull up my charts and you know, Bitcoin took that pullback here to we're at 43k right now. But yeah, we're at we're at the we're at a really interesting point in the markets. I mean, we pretty much reverse structure, like daily accumulated, we broke to higher highs, like we're pulling back now. So we're at the phase now. Is this a higher low or are we gonna was that just a higher um higher, you know what I'm saying? A lower high or a higher low? So we're looking for a lower high right now for the markets. If it were to continue here, you know, we're going to see price continue push up into 50k, which is what I think. There's big imbalances up there. Yeah. Um fundamentals in the market, man, I mean, there's supply shock. That's the one thing I can't get over, like I can't be a bear on crypto is because when you look at the on-chain data, there still is less and less bitcoin on the exchange every single day. Mm. Less and less bitcoin on the exchange. Yes. Meaning that People are selling. Meaning that there's less and less available to buy. Oh, oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that that's a good signal for crypto as a whole. Uh, in times of bear markets, you see the price, the amount of coins on the exchange rise because people are getting out. People want to get out of their coins. The only way you get out of your coins back into fiat is by putting your coins on the exchange. The amount of the coins on the exchanges has been steadily declining. Which to me tells me it, it's a supply shock. That's the number one built-in factor in crypto that people always forget, especially in a, an inflationary economy, an inflationary world where money is very 
free. I mean, yes, they can tighten money this year, but on, and I think they are. And that's the big thing we're witnessing right now. I got to see with interest rates. Um, them continuing to raise interest rates obviously is going to affect crypto and the long-term outlook of crypto, where we're going to go as the market, all asset classes, right? And money tightening cycle is something to be wary of, but I still would not want to be in the situation or in the camp of not having crypto and waiting to fill my bag lower um, yeah. because I don't think that's guaranteed and I wouldn't bet on that. Yeah, facts. Dude, it's, 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 a, <clears throat> it's been a crazy week in the markets, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Overall. I think it was just, just it can be justified as a as a crazy week. It's just a way to put it, but it's all perspective, I guess. NFTs, I know NFTs had big play. Solana going on uh, OpenSea. I saw a lot of Solana projects go m- massively up in value very quickly. Projects that were minting for one one soul, one point five soul, they're at you know early in the week. They're like five six soul floor price right now. Um, nice. which is pretty significant in, in NFT world, especially for Solana. Solana is going up. Um, there's a couple of days where it was bearish, but overall we're pretty much up. So I got into two um, Solana projects with um, prices on when Solana was under a hundred bucks. So uh, that's a big W for, for that. Yeah. This oh, week, yeah. man. I think um, I know since you're talking about the Pacas. The Pacas. Yeah. The Pacas, bro. I bought my Paca for 0.15. Nice. They just launched staking too, right? Yeah, they did. Nice. That's so, good. That's good. Yeah. Hey, what are you? What are your thoughts on that? Real quick, before we get into a different subject, what are your uh, thoughts on staking NFTs? Um, I don't Do know. You believe- I, I believe it's. I think staking is just a great way to incentivize anybody to park their liquidity somewhere, right? Yeah. Hey, give us your money, we'll give you a reward. Um, but I don't know. I don't understand the feasibility of it. Like, and that's just my lack of education in the in the field. Like, I don't know how that would work. How where they get to generate the revenue to pay the liquidity? I mean, to pay the rev to pay the staking fees. You know, and you can do it from transaction fees, things like that. Um, but I, I love the space, and I like, and, and there's so many things that get involved, and I love observing and watching it grow, and watching what NFT projects do to keep their keep their holders incentivized to stay in the bag. You know. Yeah. No, it's so good. I think I think uh, I think a lot of projects can do very very well. The only thing that I uh, am slightly skeptical, of, and again, it might be just my lack of education, is the the payout that they they tokenize their project, and so the payout is in this token that is essentially only worth unless there's different utility is only worth to that NFT. So you can only like it's only valued to that NFT. So that's kind of like my um devil's advocate opinion of it is that like i want to get paid out and and then like you know in staking cryptos you can get stake for example you can stake x and get ethereum or you can stake uh, y and get um bnb you know with these nfts you stake whatever project you're staking and then you get their token which yep. is kind of like but it's still i think it's a significant thing and going back to what we were talking about i think like last week or two weeks ago this is all just like the adoption phase of nfts and what the utility really is going to be long term so mm-hmm. it's like the experimentation phase like we're we're still exploring what is going to work what's what people like what's the best like like you said model to incentivize people to be in this project but also allow them to live their life and pay so it's like I think it's pretty cool because within crypto, you have your choice of what you deem as long-term valuable, worth stashing, worth accumulating, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone chooses different things. Some people have been accumulating XRP for (laughs) 
years, five years now without seeing an all-time high, you know? Forever. Not, it's not, it's been five years, has it? Yeah, I think it has, 2017, 2018. So it's been 40, four years since an all-time high for XRP. People are still accumulating it because they think that's their value standard. Some people accumulate Bitcoin, some people accumulate ETH. So you have your choice. That's the point. Are you still back on the, are you on the good side of XRP now or are you still on the bad side of XRP? I don't believe in it. Like long-term, I have a bag of it because I see the the money in it, but I don't, um, it's not something I morally align with or really see the value for society. And I just see the, the play of money and the intention that will be there. Still got to pay XRP to take a dump in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny bro <laughs> but no i think uh, uh, xrp for sure got five dollar or ten dollar potential yeah i think it'll hit 10 bucks because i think everyone wants it to hit 10 bucks so like eight nine bucks for sure that's that's sexy so that's a good price man i got some i don't have too much it's, it's, a, it's a small little bag but bro let's get into it i know um we were kind of chatting on the side before we started this about what um what we should um discuss or really just talk about this week um I think this this episode is going to be really um, controversial yet eye opening for a lot of people. Um, I know one of the conversations that really got me tapped into um, the spirituality side of myself, not just the world, was a conversation that I had with you. Um, and I'll tell a story on that. But um, I I so the, I texted you. I think it was yesterday. I was like, I'm doing Ramadan. I had this like I had this epiphany. Um, where I was just like, my stomach was hurting, bro. And I don't know why I like, I don't eat, usually I don't eat too much garbage, you know? And like, my stomach has just been hurting. And I was like, I need to, I, in the middle of the day, I was like, I need to cleanse. And at the end of the day, um, I was like, I should do Ramadan. You know, there's like this little voice in your head. That's like, just pops up and tells you, it gives you like certain advice. And you're like, fuck, that's a good idea. And then I, I told somebody about it and then they're like, do it. So I figured that's when you can, you, you, you commit to something when you tell somebody about it. So I did it. So essentially I just, I, I, it's a, it's a Islam. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that is. What, what did yeah. you do? <laughs> so, so Ramadan is an Islam uh, tradition um, where Muslims fast from, from dawn to dusk. It's, it's a dry fast, no food or water um, from, from dawn to dusk. Um, and essentially it's a, it's a, they do it, they do it yearly. Um, it's, it, it's always on a, it's not at the same time either. It's uh, they follow like a, 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 the lunar calendar. Okay. And essentially the purpose of it, um, well, there's few, right. But the main purpose of it is to get closer to God because you're essentially giving up and you're fasting um, to give up what we normally take for granted, which is food and water. Uh, and the point of it is like you're, from my understanding, the point of it is for you to get closer to God through those things that you're like self-control, um, your mindset, like another article that I read talked about, like, um, I don't know if it's sympathy or empathy for like people that don't have food and water, because, you know, we're in other sides of the world, the real mm -hmm. countries um, where, where Islam is a big um, heavily like primary religion there's not a lot of money like there is here in, in the states so people like they, they starve you know they don't have clean water and stuff so this is kind of just like a month of um spiritual connection and bro like i was dying yesterday i'll be honest man i was i was, I was hungry i was thirsty it's, th it's thirst it's not so much because i've uh intermediate fasted before 
um, but it's thirst. And but I can see how, you know, one of the important parts is like the most, to my understanding, again, this is all I just learned about this maybe three, four days ago. So like, I'm not like well, very well versed on this. But from what I've read, one of the most important prayers, you, you pray five times, right? And I've been doing that. I don't speak Arabic, so I can't follow the, the, um, the traditional prayers. But I pray like I close my eyes and I give thanks, you know, just like to myself for a couple of seconds. And um, one of the most like satisfying prayers is right before you drink, like when the sun sets and you're like, wow, I can eat again. It's like the most satisfying thing. You're just like so grateful for water, so grateful for food. And it's like I can see why if you do this for your life, like in, during your lifetime, like if you are if you practice Islam, like it's, it's like heavy, like it's a very heavy spiritual connection. Um, because you're like, you're just so grateful for water, bro. Like, and it's just like, it just, it gets you to the point of your life where you're just like, I don't know, man. You're like, you don't take shit for granted, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, and I've only, I'm only three days in. So how long is it? Been, again? 30 days, 30 days. Wow. Yeah. 30 days. So from April 2nd to May 2nd, I started three days late. So I started April 5th. So I started, so I'm going to, I have to do 30 days, you know, I'm not a bitch. So I have to do three days. What what inspired you to do this? You just found it. Bro, I just, I got to do it. So I saw somebody post about it on social media early in the day. And then the middle of the day, it was just like in my head, I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. I read about it. Right. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. But I didn't think too much of it. And then, um, in the middle of the day i had a stomach ache i was like damn my stomach hurts i was like i need a cleanse you know yeah and then in the afternoon i was like let me i'm gonna do ramadan and that was it i told somebody about it and they're like yeah do it and that was it i did it it's also mentally challenging bro of course of course and i understand that the mental challenge aspect you said it made you feel like very spiritually connected in what sense like to 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 yourself to god to grant like well so this is where my story comes in right the the part the part where i really started getting spiritual i felt for a lot of a lot of my life i was very confused i grew up catholic so mm-hmm. for a lot of my life i was very confused on religion or god itself um because catholicism and i believe any tradition uh is all just or any religion is all just tradition so I didn't really feel the need to go to church. Like I didn't feel good after going to Catholic church certain times. Yes. You know, when you're going through hard times and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was a conversation that you and I had, well, there was a bunch of people. I don't know if you remember, this is also the day that I went vegan, but we went to um, uh, this one cafe. We got the nachos and we went to Emily's house. It was Mike, Kevin, Johnny, you, um, Emily, you remember that it was during the summer and we went to her house. We were, you know, we were, we were puffing and you were like, you're God, you're God. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm not God. Like I was taught that like, I can't compare myself to God, you know, Mm -hmm. but then you started like diving deep into it. I was like, wow. We're like, if we are technically in the Bible, it says that we are made in God's image. Like technically then I am God. You know, and that was like my first exposure to like spirituality. So, yeah, I mean, now in the sense of like self-control, I guess I am tapped in more of like in myself because 
Um, for example, yesterday I wanted to smoke during the day, but then I looked it up, like, is that technically breaking your fast? And it is. So it was like a sense of self-control and there was a reason behind it. And like Jim Brown says, the re- like, if you want to do something, maybe you're not lacking motivation or inspiration. You just need a reason. Mm-hmm. It's like the reason was like, well, if I like I'm breaking my fast, so technically like I'm breaking like a like a spiritual promise, I guess, to God. If I break my fast, I lack self-control because I was going to smoke, you know, so just take my mind off of like being fucking thirsty. And <laughs> <laughs> that shit would have made you more thirsty. It would have made me more thirsty. Oh, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, you know, I was like, well, I, I like, I'll just be high. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, man, it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. Um, but I think the, the spiritual side of things are definitely uh, a big part of this. And this has been a, a journey that I've been in, taking for a long time man because i used to i remember i used to ask like people i used to just call people up when i was super confused i'm like dude do you believe in god and they would be like yes and no I'm like yes and no so like what's your do you actually i'm gonna ask you this question do you believe in god dude i knew you were gonna ask me that i like i actually already thought of the answer in 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 the sense of god of like a person and a ruler and a thing no like i don't and that's where I see like a lot of people, I think, limit themselves and where I don't agree with just certain things where it's like, I was having that conversation with Mama B at the B&B in Florida. And she was like, God does this and God does that. And God talks and God doesn't like, I, I it was just my opinion. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but I just said like, when I believe it. It's like, God doesn't talk. God doesn't speak because God's not a person. And it's like, if you personify God, you limit your understanding of him. So I've been on like, so just search search for what just truth and like what is god what is religion because i've had different phases in my life as well i was born raised uh christian i actually got super into the church like in middle school early high school bro i was going to like those wednesday night churches like i had like jesus posters bro (laughs) and um yeah no so i've been through different phases and then college i was like nah not all that i got into like buddhism like meditating learning about those kind of principles and teachings and practices you know so i've been more eastern philosophy i guess alan watts was like huge for me when i found him because how he connects the two i think is just he's second to none in that aspect but yeah i mean god to me is he it's so hard to put words behind it but it's everything man it's it's the energy it's the frequency it's the it's the higher intelligence. It's a, it's the greater thing that you cannot conceive. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. like, if you, tr- the more words you try to put on what it is, the more you limit your understanding of it because it's, it, it's everything. It is all everything. And it's a part of all of us. That's why I say you're a God. I'm a God. When you embrace that, that divinity is within you and it's within a part of everything. And you realize the connection between everything in this world. That's like spirituality to me. And that's where you experience that connection that feeling of connection when you realize we are all part of the same thing god or the universe whatever you want to call it we all come from it and we all are it yeah bro that's deep that's <laughs> deep like you gotta you gotta really listen to that like three or four times man because it just it's, it makes so much sense like to come you can't comprehend god i feel like you can only feel god so when mama b was like a big mama b was like a big um aid to me in like the sense of spirituality i'm not a big fan of religion but i do feel like religion does teach different certain principles that 
can be very valuable to life, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the sense of community, the sense of belonging, um, it's like Maslow's um, pyramid, right, of needs. It's like it fills one of those or a few of those. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm, there was a phase where I was like super like, no, God doesn't exist. It's the universe, <laughs> you know? what is the universe you know it's like (laughs) it's a rabbit hole but i agree man it's like religions are maybe they were existed for a very long time and they've been such a integral part of like you said society and creating communities and creating um togetherness amongst communities that's that's huge i believe in that so much Um, but maybe we're getting to the point where we're evolving past that you know and realizing deeper truths within ourselves that you know the one thing one problem i always have with religion the only bad thing i'll say about it is that it's 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 the teams it's that that um the fallacy of the we're on this team you're on that team and like we're right you're wrong kind of thing i'm not dude like you're all talking about the same thing every single one of the religions are talking about the exact same thing you know and there's elements of truth in every single one of them i think there's a actual a word for person who believes that like uh I don't know what it is, omnis something, I think. It's like they believe there's an element of truth in every single religion. They don't belong to any one of them. I think there's actually yeah. a word for that. I'll go find it. <laughs> I think I think I think that there was a there's I was watching this. This was two days ago when I started my um my fast. I was watching a conversation. Um an atheist was interviewing a rabbi, uh a priest, and um I'm not sure what the Jewish religion, like the the head chief. <laughs> of the Jewish religion, rabbi? I'm not sure what. The, huh? Is it a rabbi? You well, I think a rabbi is. Um, I think a rabbi is for, for Muslims. I'm not. I'm not sure. Was a Jewish rabbi. <laughs> anyway, they were all talking, right? It was the Jewish religion. It was it was Islam religion, and then it was um, uh, Christian religion, and they were all just like having a conversation, and it was interesting because like they all knew that like they couldn't get defensive, um, but they also knew that like they had to be in agreement with each other because they are, I think in a sense, when you get to a certain level of spirituality or religion, you have to understand that like God is God, no matter what you call it. Bob Proctor talks about it a lot too. It's like, no matter what you call it, like there's so many different names for it, but at the end of the day, it's just the same thing. You know, I think religion kind of like what you said, religion, the, the, the A versus the B team. And that's what faces people. It's like, no, you're wrong because it's done this way. For example, you know, my parents, they're very Catholic, not very Catholic, but they're Catholic. So when I started being into like, um, when I started tapping into the principles of Buddhism, like meditation, um, Nirvana, like, um, you know, enlightenment, stuff like that, they were like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not a thing. You know, like, it's not part of the church. It's not like, not the way to get to the truth son yeah yeah Yeah. you have to be careful some of my dad always used to say you have to be careful you know with what with what you're what what you're doing but i think it's just um cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. with people exactly what it is you know what do you think what do you think is the biggest like reason why people um switch religions wow i don't know do you think there's a lot of people that do that (laughs) i think there is I think yeah. there's a lot of people that go from like Catholic to Christian or like newborn Christians. I don't know what that is, but I think people. Um, Are you saying like within a, within a within a religion, you switch like different 
systems or like branches of it. Like Christianity obviously has many different factions of like know, denominations, factions. I think they're called denominations. Yeah, factions is the wrong word. But um, are you talking about like straight up switching denominations or actually in changing religions entirely, like from Christian to Muslim or Muslim to Jewish or? I mean, I think both. I don't think that there's as many people that switch actual religions. I think that's tough. Um, but like the denominations of it, like people switch churches all the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I actually, um, I've recently been attending a church. It's like a, I don't even know what they're called. I think it's a science of religion church. But they actually you teach upon like Buddhist principles, Muslim principles, and Christian principles, of course. And they refer to all of the different um, messiahs of these religions as teachers. You know, it's like Buddha That's was a cool. teacher, Allah was a teacher, Jesus was a teacher. And I think there's a lot of people there from all the different types of like Christianity, like Catholics, Lutherans, you know, Assemblies of God, all of them. Like, and I've been to all those different churches as well. You know, it's like for me, the reason I can only speak on this answer this question from my experience which is like i never felt included or a part of like um what the church was about you know the church has its own like you said it has a very established and ingrained way of doing things and there's new interpretations of that but the church is the church kind of thing you know yeah and i never felt a part of a church until like even this church it's like i like it. it's online it's very modern and stuff and it's enjoyable to go to and i get a lot of value from it they speak on personal development they have great music so it's like I get the value from it and stuff. And there's a community of people that seem to go there and enjoy it. So I think when you just change church because you're not not feeling it, not feeling a part of it, not feeling it's like represents who you are. Because why would you go somewhere every week to a bunch of shit? You're like, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Like, why the hell am I here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what causes go with it. But that's why I think people do switch is like the same reason I switch is because you're like, I don't agree with this shit. I'm gonna go somewhere else where I do agree with what they're saying. Yeah, thanks. That's good. That's a good point. That is a good point. Um, damn, I forgot where I was going. Yeah, that was a segue and something else. Yeah, it was. It was something that you said, and then I, I forgot about it because you said something <laughs> else that was really intriguing. Damn, yeah, I think I a lot of um, religion comes down to this is a core topic. I've been like relating a lot of things back to my life recently business, politics, especially religion, and especially politics. Is leadership man. and then it all falls on on your relationship with leadership i think is kind of how you can look at your relationship with god and the universe and something that's like leading you and something you can't quite understand that has a better direction or purpose or vision for you and same with like a church leader would be like right it's like a pastor or someone that you're going to listen to and actually take that spiritual advice from like take that that wisdom that they're giving you and not just listen to it okay whatever i'm just here because it's what we do like are you actually going to be allowed to be influenced by these people and i think we've had a lack of that and it's, yeah. it's very alarming to see within the church especially you know like that corruption of leadership is it's like a big deal and that's why i kind of think we are in that phase of where we're switching out of old traditional religions because there was such a corruption of leadership in there and it's like do we trust these people now <laughs> like <laughs> yeah facts i think that's one of the things that attracts me to um the principles of christianity is that um like in in people's opinions there hasn't been a better leader than jesus you mm -hmm. know and so like the principles that jesus teaches mm -hmm. his disciples and that they taught the church can be very correlated to like now you know um 
that was one of the things that like got me tapped into like the and then like Catholicism teaches this too, but Catholicism is more tradition again. It's more like um when I hear a when I go to Catholic church with my parents, like I know what to expect. Like I know I know what I'm gonna listen to. And it'll be like a 10 to 15 minute little, yeah, little little 10 to 15 minute message from from the pastor, right? But it'll just be more of It'll be more of kind of what, like, not how not to think, how not to act, you know, um, what's sin. They talk a lot more about sin. And then, like, I, I recently started to listen to um, Christian priests, and they're, like, so unexpected. It's like listening to a TED Talk, you know, but related back to, to, to the Bible. So I think that the principles that I've been learning as of lately, I think probably, like, the last six months or so, have been very Christian like, but uh, you know, I meditate every morning. I like mindfulness and all that stuff, which is very Eastern. Like, I think that is uh, like, I think it's important for people to kind of pick and choose. I don't think that people that need to necessarily be in one specific bucket, you know, pigeonholed to something. I think that actually excludes you and kind of closes your mind off to what else is possible. It's like, now, nah, dude, I'm learning so much about the like Muslims, you know, and like the Islam religion. It's actually kind of cool, man. Like, I want to learn Arabic, you know? Like, it's hard, hard. Here's a question. Do you believe in the devil? Oh, that's a good one. Shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> you gotta ask because I don't, what I don't believe in is, well, what I know exists is merely like a, a layer of reality, a concept. It's not the truth. There's more truth beyond it. It is duality. Mm-hmm in the sense of like good and bad you know and like that's been a story told to us since the day we were born is like adam and eve came and the devil tempted them and they had then sin fell upon the world and that's the eternal battle we've ever been fighting since is good versus evil right and that's the battle you face every single day but i understand that's just like i said a level to to this matrix it's just a, a layer to the reality it's not everything so in a sense, like, do I believe that there's a devil opposing force of this good natural willed force of the world? In a sense, yes. Like, I do exist. I do acknowledge that's very real. But is they like equally power to the divinity of like what's powering everything? I don't think so. Because then why hasn't it like I don't know? Because that to believe in the devil to me and like the ultimate level is like nothingness, and that there wouldn't be anything that we wouldn't be here. Yeah. It's like the positive force reigns supreme because we exist. The shit goes on. I got on a zoom screen with the beach behind me. Like we got cool shit like that. going <laughs> on. Like, so that's like the, the God, the universe to me. And it's like, I don't know. The devil is just a concept for our minds and this, this matrix and this world and this reality, 3d, like good and evil. But I know that shit's an illusion. That's that's yeah. That's a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing. I know my dad always says the devil is not real. He's like, yeah, I don't believe in the devil. Um, I think, I think, um, I think there's all, Jason Brown put put this idea into my head, and I think it makes very logical sense. There's always an opposition to something, you know. So for every, just like you said, polarity, right? For every good, there's bad. For every up, there's down. So I think that there's always an opposition. And then outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill talks about drifting. Yeah. You know? um, so. Yeah. yeah, I I would agree with you there. I think that is something I do agree with is that there is an opposite force. 
It's got to be because that's just how the world exists. Like it's it is duality. It's like a, I think duality is almost like a limit to our brain. It's like uh, we can't really understand anything beyond like two opposing forces going at each other, like balancing the everything, the night and the day. You know, like the good, the bad. So in a sense, it does exist. Yeah. Yes. Question, dude. Yeah, it's it, dude. This this conversation, it's like it, it poses more and more questions as we go deeper <laughs> into it. You know, and it it goes to the point where I feel like at at the end of the day, it always comes back to something that can't be unanswered. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can't, you can't answer. You can go further and further and further and further into things. But at a certain point, like there isn't any further you can go because it's not conceivable. Like, here's a good one. Let's let me spin this another way. Like the. We're making a triangle here, rabbit holes. What is God? What is the devil exist? Do you believe in free will? Oh. Like, what is, it's like that question of like, are things orchestrated or is it free, like actually created? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so I'll bring it back to uh, a totally different subject, but I think um, will correlate very well. So I, I um, somebody told me to watch this like documentary on Netflix. Um, you ever seen Explained? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's one about time, and I watched it. And in there, it talked about yeah, it's really dope. I recommend anybody watching this thing. It's fire. Um, there was there was something about there was something about that because like it was like if if time is linear, that means that the future is like all like you can technically like it's already happened like it's already there so like and then it came back to that like free will like because the past technically like can we go back in time you know but if we can go back in time that means we can go into the future but if the future is future we can go into the future that means that we don't really have free will you know um i think we have free will to an extent um i'm gonna pull up a picture and i'll share it uh, because I think that it, it makes sense to, to know that we can make decisions, but I think that it's like the butterfly effect. Like those decisions that we make can only be taken to an extent until that decision is brought to another decision that will take another path. It's like this. I'll show you. Yeah, the, the web. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like you, you, you're here and then it's like, well, which path do you take? And then depending on which path you take. But I, I think, um, you know, like it's another saying, you know, like um, God's will, you know, like God willing um, or like in Arabic, I think it's uh, alhamdulillah, you know, like it's like saying um, or like Spanish, si Dios quiere, you know, like god god always wants you know like god willing yeah things god god willing like god is always willing Mm -hmm. so is there free will like yes i think we have the power to make decisions can we determine our destiny i think yes and no based on our decisions Mm -hmm. can we do that like we can make one bad decision jim Rohn says like murder right (laughs) great great way to change your life great way to change you know the trajectory of your life you know exactly it's like one negative (laughs) yeah that's a bar that's really good it is so i don't know i think i think yes to an extent we do have free will because we have the ability to choose i think it's one of our um 
it's one of our higher powers it's one of our uh like instead of senses it's like our intuition imagination um what are those called i don't know what they're called but um intuitive abilities you know yeah yeah i think we have that however oh i I don't think it's i don't think it's controlled i think the divine force of the world um plays a lot to do with that because for example you're in colorado i'm over here in illinois right something could happen in colorado that affects illinois you know what i mean like the trucking situation that happened when no trucks were going into colorado it affected the country you know those those people had free will like they could have gone Right. But because of this, like, just giant force of energy, this is kind of like a very broad example. Right. But it's a great question. Do you? I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like impossible to be convicted on either side because there's such laws and logic on both of like, hey, it's there's no free will. Well, it's like, what if I just do this right now? <laughs> That's free will. This is over. Boom. Um, so there's definitely some sense of, um some sense of the fact that life can go any direction at any point so there is a free will and kind of choosing that but also at the same time i think there's a predetermined plan because where you were born um who you were born to what time in the universe you were born like being born in i was born in 95 you were born in what 94 95 94 yeah 94 um you know, just in locations where you're born, that was not of our choosing. So there's certain elements of choice in this world and there's certain elements of not choice. And I think being a being a human being is about finding those. Like, hey, these are things I can influence and these are things I can actually control and put energy towards to make change. And these are things I have absolutely no control over because you can spend your whole life trying to change things you can't change. Um, thinking that you have no free will and things are predetermined for you. But if you find the things that you're actually able to change and actually able to influence, yeah, you can live a life, but you're also going to uncover roadblocks like, hey, this, like, not you're staying on these two paths because just because of certain circumstances that are out of your control, I do believe in that as well. So it's like that in the middle range area. It's like if you pick, put a metaphor of it's like you pick an ant up and you put it over here it can only go in the area that you put it you know if you put the ant in your car and you drive it somewhere else it can only go over there it's like that's kind of like you know you just got spawned into this universe yeah. but yeah. like <laughs> just, someone just put you right here for me it was fucking i was born in chicago to a mom who was a, a, like a senior in, in college single mom senior in college Boop, dropped right in here jordan <laughs> i no choosing of my own so <laughs> like you know so that there is that element to it, like things that are in control. Okay, so now let's get let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. What about okay? Let's go into another realm. And this is all same same subject, um, because I feel like this is re- religion is is it teaches you these these things or it 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 it, it attempts to make sense of these questions. Um, do you believe in afterlife? Ooh. I got another follow-up question. I'm gonna write down. Afterlife. So, um, afterlife, dude. I don't. I don't think we can perceive it. I think there's another f- field of energy that our consciousness is transferred to. But yes. That's that's inconceivable to our five senses. As we understand reality, sight, sense, 
touch, smell, vision, or yeah, I said all those, right? That's your, that's your sense of reality, right? Those are all gone. So what is reality after that? You tell me, I don't fucking know, but I do know it exists. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there was, um, again, this conversation came up with somebody else and um, there's a fun fact that the, the, the mass of the planet never changes so like technically when somebody dies our mass like i'm 200 and x pounds right eventually my that that mass of body won't physically take up that tiny tiny very small minuscule percentage of what the mass of the earth is but there's another theory there's another uh that says that when you when you die you automatically lose weight it's like a few ounces right and it's said to be that that's your soul leaving your body but if but if but if the mass of the earth never changes where does it go that's deep lost you for a second but i think it's if the mass doesn't change then I mean, but that's also just our limited understanding of science, like and being able to measure this earth and like, come on. Yeah. Like, Again, theory, but theory. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'll challenge it. I always, I'm always there to challenge any idea. For the, but for the sake of argument, let's assume that's true, you know? Yeah. Okay. Dude, I don't know. Then, then, then like, it's like, I think that there's like levels to it, you know, just like Connie said, there's like a level of consciousness that we just can't conceive. And I think when, you know, who would be the perfect person to explain what happens after death? Ooh. Bob Proctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would definitely be the guy who tell who would make sense of what dying feels like rest what rest in tell you, like what i think it's not is you know because i feel like it tried me for part of my life so i wanted to share it because it's a liberating truth it's not a judgment i don't think there would be a judgment postmortem that like determines your fate i like just had to throw it out there because it's a liberating thing from it's a fear-based like i think there's a lot of fear and guilt in a lot of um ideologies that are meant to can like kind of sh- change you or shape your life in a certain way but i don't believe there's any sort of judgment that happens you know that but that that's the principle of most religions yeah exactly do you think there's a judgment i think there's a judgment here on earth i don't think there's a judgment when you pass i think your decisions based on what you make now is the way you live your life like if you're a shit fucking person then you're gonna have a shit fucking life (laughs) you know if you're a good person you have a good life so if if that is how this natural order of the universe works in our world, in this world right now, in this earthly realm, you're, you, we know that that's how it works. Your energy and your karma and like what you put out in the world is what gets back. So there's already a, a judgment happening, like you said, or a natural consequence and natural, um, like, self, like something that self duplicates is that good people achieve more good and bad people achieve bad. So if there already is that mechanism in this earthly realm, why would there be in the next? Because hmm. like it already exists today of like the good, bad. So it's like it reinforces itself in this plane. So I think it's like, I think like that's the level of reality we're at. And when we go to the next one, it's beyond that. It's beyond the good and bad. It's beyond the like uh, cause and effect model of reality, which is also what, flawed. What, um, 
Fuck, man, I forgot my question. I need to, I need, I, I need to get a pen whenever you get into these things because it's yeah. like I'll, I'll have yeah, a, I'll have a question, a fire question, but I yeah. can't keep it in my mind and listen to what you're saying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why I had to write that one down, bro. Where do you, do you, where do we come from? Do you think we originate on this planet? Like, where do we come from? It's the whole like, I think Ooh. religion. Some religions would say we're only like six thousand, five thousand years old. Do you believe that, or do you believe there's a history to our species and where we come from before that that is a good question bro <laughs> i have never thought about that i always thought i just came from my dad you know <laughs> yeah, like, but like but but like where does that come from and how does that make sense his, you know? and his dad and his dad right and then um yeah so it's like what the, the history they tell us is goes back yeah like to the dinosaurs and the cavemen right yeah and what's before that yeah it's it's i think well, i think well, we could go make i think we could go back to what we were saying earlier it's like you can only go so far to to where your consciousness is like you can't you can't conceive what's beyond that it's like we can only go back so far where we can't conceive what's before that however i do feel like intuition excuse me has I feel like you ever heard the saying, your gut feeling is your God feeling. Yeah. Like I feel like intuition is something that um, is very powerful and can be used to, to, to magnify your life in so many ways. And mm-hmm. kind of when you ask me that question, like where we come from, it's just like, we were always here, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we, we've always been here to, to what, to whatever, whenever, Whenever the physical became physical, in the Bible it says, right, like whenever the seven days happened, or I haven't read any other religious books oh. other than the Bible, <laughs> yeah. but like um, whenever we were created or whenever the physical was created, whenever the, the, yeah, this is a fucking fuckery of topics, but whenever that was created, that's when we as consciousness were created and consciousness has then evolved because i think cells are conscious right maybe not they're not able to think but they were able to reproduce by themselves and so there has to be some sort of consciousness within that just molecule that's able to reproduce itself right i think um it can't just happen by itself like is it natural yes but like how right how does it know how to do that that time documentary that i was telling you about it's only like 20 minutes bro watch it it talks about like it has an intern our cells have an internal time that's why we get sleepy when it's dark because it's like it's just our natural body you know getting tired every every living species on the planet has an internal clock within cells like on a molecular level but you know I think consciousness, I think we were created alongside the physical world. We were created with as consciousness and our consciousness then evolved. Now, how you ended up, you know, being birthed in Chicago. Yeah. That, you know, that, that could go back to our conversation of free will, you know, maybe in your quote unquote past life, you were, you know, somebody that, I don't know, created some ripple effect and then when you passed you ended up here to continue that ripple effect as here you know but i don't think that consciousness transfers i think that's just like like i think it's like little specks of like visuals or like um 
this is a great conversation that I was having. Uh, like deja vus, right? Like mm-hmm. deja vus are like, like specs of like, whoa, it's like a test. It's like you haven't been able to pass this test. And that's why you're getting deja vu because it's like, yo, here's the, you, 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 you got to spawn again at the same situation. So a long, long, long answer to a short question, but I think we were always here. I don't think we come from anything. I think that when you were created here, when we were, when, when it was created, we were created. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good answer. That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> the creation of everything, I think, is the question you can't ever answer, but it's such a fun question to talk about, you know? Yeah. Um, I've done, I've delved on that rabbit hole quite a bit in the last few years. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like Billy Carson or uh-huh. um, what else? Some names. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of people that are super obsessed with this because it goes beyond all the stuff that we're taught in religion and in school and our normal concepts of like where this all started it's like my best example where i always start the conversation is like yo look at the pyramids of egypt yeah how the fuck did they build those <laughs> but yeah. and then it's crazy because a lot of people don't know the sphinx they've actually proven this it's new scientific studies and this is where a lot of that these people work and base themselves out because it's like those are some of the best examples those 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 monuments the, the great pyramids of giza and the sphinx we're not created in the last 6,000, 5,000 years. What our current society's belief of where we started, they are proven that the Sphinx is over 12,000 years old. I think 20,000 years old by water, by the fact that the, like the aging of the rocks of the water, they have carbon, they trace it back. And there's not, those are not the only examples. Those monuments in Egypt, those sites in Egypt, there's sites other, all around the world. It's from the Middle East that was like, is it the Gobeki Temple? I don't know. I just pulled the name out of my brain. That might be it. But there's many, many sites in the world that they've proven and traced carbon and traced it back 12,000 plus years. Damn. And then, like, you know, it's crazy to me how all these, like, all the religions, like, you've ever heard of Atlantis? It's yeah. in the Bible, right? Yeah. It's in, I think it's in all the, the other religions as well, of, of a catastrophic event that happened to the earth. Like, around that same time, 10,000 years ago, the great it's flood. Like- yeah, no. That wiped out everything and reset society. And I think that's where our current society picked up was that 6,000 year. But there is proof and there's so much evidence of advanced, advanced, advanced civilizations that existed 10,000 years ago. Like, how did they build those pyramids? They find like the um, huge granite blocks carved to precision, bro. Like, they have these like examples of technologies that we still can't even fathom how they would have made 10,000, 20,000, 20,000 years ago. So it's like, I, the more I dive into that, it's like, holy cow, like the more that raises that question for me, it's like, yeah, you said it's a limit question we don't want to ever understand, you know, but I think it's really opens up that question of like where we came from and was there, was it like that traditional story of like cavemen to like eating magic mushrooms, consciousness, okay, we build yeah. a wheel, the fire, and now we have society. Um, no, I think we were like, I don't know. And then that raises the question of like, I Arda, no, what's the word? Extraterrestrials, like intelligence from outside this earth. Um, and what their what their interaction, how they interact. Do you, let me ask you this. Do you, do you believe in aliens? I do. And then do you believe they've interacted with our timeline and affected it in like to a great degree, maybe more so than people really realize? I think they are affect. I think they are interacting with our timeline. I don't know that it affects us in the 
in the way that we may think. I don't think that they're like poking buttons and making different situations happen. However, I, I, I also don't think that they, I think they're more observatory than they are. Um, like, Have you ever heard of the reptiles? <laughs> rep, reptiles? Yeah. <laughs> like the animals? No, the aliens. No. <laughs> oh, bro. I just went super fucking down the deep end real fast. Like, and I, I set you up. I posed that question in that way because it's like, okay, here's a crazy theory. And I'll just put it out there. And I'd love to hear your feedback on it. Like, with that whole thing I was saying, it's like we have evidence of really advanced civilizations from the past, right? Big yeah. event happened, wiped us all out. We restarted. So, is that just the people that survived? Or is there people that left and maybe came back? And then, you know, with the whole elites and how the world is run, there's this crazy ass theory. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy, bro. So I love the internet and what we have, the tools that we have, because you can just, I think we're that generation that doesn't give a fuck and doesn't, not afraid to challenge a social norm, not afraid to challenge crazy ideas. Like, let's let's wear this idea on for today. Let's put it on, I guess it's clothes. Wear it. It's an outfit. You can wear this idea for a day, a month, a year. And then you're like, shit, this is terrible. Take it off, right? That's always been me with these kind of crazy ideas. I like to try them on. There is a conspiracy theory out there that the fucking world is basically run by reptiles. Like there are more than one species of human beings here. And those cold-blooded motherfuckers that run shit, like that's the adrenochrome blood drinking, like crazy shit. Oh. Like it's the fucking reptiles it's like you think of like the evil like that being an evil entities out there oppositions you know like are there i don't know like the evidence of aliens is if you don't believe in aliens let me bring this back down to earth and let's get back down to some facts it's like if you don't believe in aliens we can't even go further in this conversation because i one do and i think a lot of really smart people have enough evidence and have come to that conclusion. there's definitely other sorts of entities and races and creatures in the world that are intelligent that's why I proposed that question earlier. It's like, do you think they've actually come to this earth and interfered with humans and what we're doing? Or maybe they're mingling with us or like how, where's that level of interaction? Like, I don't know. I think it's becoming more and more prevalent. And it's very fucking interesting to look at these ideas and see like, there's some crazy shit out there, bro. I don't know if you've seen the footage of like people's fucking eyes. And yeah, I mean, that could all be all CGI, but um, yeah, really crazy idea. I, just I can't get over, I can't get over the reptiles. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? That's deep, man. Because like that adrenochrome shit, that was deep when I found out about that, and that makes sense, right? And then and then it poses the question: like, what could possibly, what could possibly conceive? Like, what what thoughts do you have to have in your head to be that insane? It's not human. To, you know exactly, exactly. So so yeah, that that's uh. If you don't know what we're talking about, um. Just look up adrenochrome, go on your own little friggin' exploration. Yeah. Uh, be careful. Like, this is my warning. Though. Yeah, exactly. Be careful. A warning before you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll leave it at that. Because, dude, it's, I don't know. Dude, just, but that's so it. interesting, though, man, because it, it makes sense. Because if you really talk about it, right, and we're kind of 360 this conversation, when we talk about like who's ruling the world, right, who's really controlling the world, there really isn't a, there really isn't, at least to me, that I have found out Like we can pick families and we can pick governments and we can, uh, you know, throw out all these names. But in all reality, like we don't know. Yeah. You know? Don't and know so, those yeah, people behind them. 
Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck are they? Like Joe Biden could be a robot. Dude, that guy is come on, man. We did it, bro. We were bridge. We're already here. We went through this and now we're into this. Um, that guy, man. That guy. Have you ever seen those pictures that they've posted on the internet of like Joe Biden now and Joe Biden 20 years ago? Yeah. And the differences in this facial structure, yeah. like his ears were connected, now they're not. Um yeah. He's yeah. yeah. I've posed that question to several people and it's like, dude, this is such a crazy topic. Cause it's like, how do you fucking talk about this on a normal level without saying like a complete nut job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Especially cause we're talking about things that like, actually people it's like, we're, we're completely um, like getting away from what people are used to and how they are, you know, how do they perceive information? So how they perceive the world to be. Yeah, it's, it's I think interesting. If you take this information as in like, if you take, if you let it, it, you can perceive it in the wrong way because it's like threatening to your beliefs in reality. And it's like, if you're offended or triggered by that, that should be a self, like for me, those kind of situations, that's like a, a dashboard on your car lighting up, like triggered that I can always tell when I'm triggered and I know that's an area of growth for me. And that's something that that sort of information threatens a belief I have that maybe not be serving me. And that's why I get triggered. Sometimes stuff like this too. I wonder why people get so like, what the fuck are you like? How are you like? And they get like so defensive and they're like, no, this is how it is. Don't you know you? Are you dumb? And it's like, hmm, why are you so if like, why does it challenge you so much to be like for these questions to be posed? Like, we're not saying this is truth. We're not saying that this is what we like. This is just information we found and creates crazy questions and if you follow those questions it's like i really believe that things aren't as they seem on the level of who is the leaders of the world yeah i think here's another question going back to going back to like aliens do you think the same god that created us created aliens Mm. see that's personification of god i don't know if there was any one or person that created nothing it's just like poof But like, but like, okay, so do you think that creation, let's, okay, let's remove the word God. And to me, uh, you've read Conversations with God. It's a great book, phenomenal book. Anybody listening, watching should read that book. It it answers a lot of these questions. It's fucking amazing. It's a great book. Um, It poses the question. uh, Yeah, Conversation with God. And also in The Power of Now, it states this too. Like the word Mm -hmm. God is just the easiest word conceivable, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I just use the word God because it's three letters. It's very easy to use. Um, But do you think that, do you think at time of creation, everything conceivable to our consciousness, like aliens was created at the same time? Or do you think that there are different (laughs) simulations, like there are galaxies, right? And each simulation each galaxy is a different simulation of the same thing of like a like a lab test right of like uh you're running this test and then over here there's the exact same simulation happening like in theory right there is another jordan and another armando talking about same thing the same thing Mm -hmm. but but 30 40 50 60 years from now or 100 years ago you know, in, in just in a different kind of parallel universe. Do you think that these reptiles were created 
at, at the same time as creation or everything in the, in, in, in our conceivable presence was created at the same time? Or do you think there was different levels of creation? Different levels for sure. Because this is, that's why I think the alien question is so interesting. It was like, do they exist? Yes, of course they do. What are they capable of? Okay. Have they, are they within, do they exist within our world? Do they have influence within our world? Asking those questions are so powerful and like opens my mind so much because it's like the fact that there's aliens here that come from somewhere else absolutely implies the fact that they are more intelligent us more advanced than us and that implies to me that they've been here longer than we have hmm. so it's like yeah no i don't know like maybe they created us like you oh. know since so like we created something else right we've now created ai intelligence right we created little robots that can live on their own and do their own shit so oh, we've wow. created a separate species and what if those robots become sentient and like ask all these questions like where the fuck did we come from and it was just our stupid asses as humans we made you we just made you because we're lazy and we wanted you to do our work so like, what if another alien species did the same thing to us and just created us so we're lazy we want you guys to mine gold and you're gonna experience <laughs> bro oh bro you go back to these long-headed oh man i know a lot of information it's like i've watched so much stuff over the years but Sometimes I just throw it out on the freaking wall to see if it sticks. But like, yeah, yeah, like the like like the uh, Egyptian gods. I believe that the Egyptian gods were not like actual like gods, like how we perceive God, but like we're actually physically living creatures. They were different. They were, they were yeah. talking to these people that were thirty feet tall. They had really elongated skulls. Like they're across Sumerian religions, Egyptian religions. I mean, they're all very connected. But like when you look at those societies and those evidence we have on this earth of things that existed here 20,000, 15,000, 10,000 years ago. There's a lot of correlations with beings that are not human, including reptiles, including like, like, yeah, shit like that. <laughs> Dude, that's deep. I need to get more into these. Uh, oh, I'll send you this stuff. <laughs> yeah, send me some stuff, bro. I want to get into that rabbit hole. And this is a crazy topic, man, because it always just, uh, to me, it just ends up with more questions. You know, I used to be kind of scared to like deep dive deep into this stuff. And, you know, anybody listening or, or watching, like, I feel like if you're just like, man, these guys are fucking nuts. That's how I felt at first too. Like I thought Jordan was insane um, because like he was, he was country, he was saying something contradicting. That was what I believed and what I had always been taught for my entire life. He's like, you're God. I'm like, no, I'm not God. God is all powerful, almighty, which he is. Right. But again, it's like, now we're personifying God and that defeats the purpose um so it's like if we're talking about all these crazy subjects like reptiles and aliens and you know it's it's so deep that you have to just keep an open mind and i think what this allows you to do too man and i think this is so powerful what it allows you to do is it allows you to like actually now be open-minded to more things because you're you just open your mind to the 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 number one subject that we're like taught not to th- like not to what's the word um contradict i don't know if that's the right word you know we're taught not to contradict yeah yeah there we go we're not taught to challenge it because it's like no this is how it is this is how it's always been this is how it's always going to be but who's you know yeah fuck that that's what i gotta say (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it's it's, that's all that's how i've always been too and it's like i said i wear these ideas on like their outfits, you know, and like some of them like, become a favorite pair of shoes and you wear them on forever. But some of them are like, wow, this one, this one, you know, I've 
flat earth like been there done that um like yeah just ideologies i think that's the human experience is being able to openly talk about these things explore them like what elements do you find truth in well that's a good question we should explore that more that's what i'm here to do is just find the truth bro here's a question what 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 um religious or spiritual beliefs are you going to pass down to your offspring um the 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 idea of like connection with the presence beyond thoughts and words and this reality so just like the stillness and meditation that whole idea of concept you know being connected to the higher power and everything and understanding that its role and presence in this world i think that's yeah that's about it honestly wrap it all up in that you know it's like giving someone that i think is giving someone the ability to just perceive the world in a way that's only going to help them grow, become a better person, more loving, more understanding, more calm, more peaceful, all of those things. You know, that's what I found it's helped with me is, and so you can't put words on it, but there definitely is experiences you can create and have in this world that allow you to tap into that sort of connection to everything. And so that's be the only thing I try to teach my offspring is just how to tap into that. What about you, man? Yeah. Yeah. Same man. Just open. Oh, be open, bro be like bro you, there is no there is no such thing as truth i think man they say this the truth will set you free but like who defines the truth <laughs> you know <laughs> right, yeah, man. So, you, do, you do you set your own truth you set ooh. your own sale mm. you know because like yeah dude I, i've been another rabbit hole i call myself a truth seeker but that that's why that, what you said just hit me because it's like there when you get to the bottom of the rabbit hole there is no truth other than what you fucking decide for yourself. Oh, maybe that's freedom. Maybe that's ultimate freedom is just ultimately being able to create the perception that you want without without having any without uh anybody's external like beliefs attacking you and and always being able to like shift, you know? Like mm-hmm. being able to shift your your perception like you like change outfits, like you said. It's a great it's a great analogy. Yeah. I think another thing too, is like, I'm, I'm going to make sure that like, I make sure that I teach my kids, like all of them, you know, like all of the religions. That's why I'm so like deep into like lately, I've been studying a lot of like um, how like Muslim traditions, because it's like Muslim and Christianity. One thing that I found out going back into religion, I found out they have very, very, they have a lot of similarities. They believe in, you know, Muslims believe in Jesus. They believe in the Virgin Mary. They believe, um, you know, in all this stuff. And it's like, I didn't think that. I thought that there was a completely different religion. And one thing that attracts me to um, Islam versus Christianity um, in the sense of principles is that the Quran, the, the holy book of, of Islam, has never been uh, modified and again that's it poses the question of like well how do you know that you know don't but faith is the evidence (laughs) of things unseen right so like you kind of have to have that belief but if that's true it would make more logical sense than the bible because the bible has god knows how many translations you know and and you switch one word like the word fuck it could mean so many different things you know so in the bible if you if you uh if you if you have a synonym for a word it completely changes the meaning of that word so over time i believe the bible has been changed and 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 modified um and maybe some things have been taken out and one thing that attracted me to to um 
the Quran was that like somebody told me it has never been touched, has never been modified. Like it's against that belief that it can't ever be. Like even to to like understand it and comprehend it, you you need to learn Arabic. Because yeah, like you can you can understand the the census of it, the general idea. Um, cause, but when you translate Arabic to English, sometimes there is no translation for certain things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the things that I'm going to teach my kids, my offspring is like, yo, like be open to learning everything. Cause the one thing that you'll, this is, you know, we say this all the time. The one thing that you'll know for sure is that you really don't ever know anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big facts. You know? Big facts. It's, it's, uh, smartest motherfuckers in the world. Socrates, only thing I know is that I know nothing. Yeah, that's deep, bro. Some people think they know everything. That's more e- more or less ego, though. Or some people equate thinking with existing. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> a whole nother can of worms with that one. But <laughs> man, we've been going for a little, but I think over a little bit over an hour, bro. So I think that's um good point for us i think we can continue these this would be a nice little series that we can make on these things man i money. think that this yeah politics money politics thinking and religion and religion thinking bro that thinking is a topic thinking. in itself you know i think people don't think i think people that genuinely bob proctor says this all the time and i had to listen to it so many times i genuinely think people don't think like i i seriously i think that people just exist and that they think about what they have to make for dinner or what so they're... They don't you know, think or that they're not aware of their own thoughts. Oh. Because I think, dude, I... Just a segue after that, I started jumping in. It's like, that's... I agree with you, man. I think a lot of people live on an autopilot of subconscious thoughts that they're not even aware of. And, like, you need to break that, like, wait, why am I doing this? Oh, so I'm doing it because this is what my mom always did and her mom did. And, like, mm-hmm. that's something I've been taught. Wait, why did it... I might just do, I can do something different. It's that awareness of that subconscious thought that just drives your life that allows you to change. You know, and like, I think that's why conversations like these are so important is because the more you can break the pattern of your consciousness and break the pattern of its beliefs and just challenge it and stretch it and pull it and expose it to these things that you've never heard of or maybe don't believe in, have any sense of truth in it. But the more you do that, the more your consciousness is I think it's like a muscle and it's like more, the more of what your awareness, like the more you practice your awareness, just everything that affects everything. Everything affects everything, especially when it comes to your thoughts. Just being aware. Uh, what is that called? Thinking about your thoughts. Um, metacognition. Metacognition. Yes. That's Thinking deep. about your thoughts. Not Brokus and Mike Navarrete. Like, yeah he taught me that on that yep yeah <laughs> sure. he, t- he taught me that dude we that we should do an episode on awareness and we should bring mike on here there we go that's a thinking episode bro because there's not a better person that can i think put words on that subject and like actually break it down so like because even us right now we're both like yeah <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for sure that's gonna happen yeah man i'm excited for more episodes to come and where this podcast is gonna lead us it's been a great conversation today my man Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you, bro. Much love. Appreciate everybody for listening, tuning in. Um, tap in next Friday, man. We're just going to keep this ball rolling Friday afternoons. Um, episodes will be uploaded on Friday afternoon. So appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on. I'm not going to put this up on um, Apple Music because Apple Music censors people too much. So we're just going to keep it on on Spotify. But yeah, much love. We'll catch you guys next week.